everybody. It's time for F1 News, Interviews, and Race Reviews. I'm your host, Gabe. <laughs> and I'm Andres, and I think you're doing a throwback to our to the opener of our band's EP back in <laughs> the day. Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> oh, wow. So my at the time I was I was working um I was working on an internship um prior to I think I was actually working on my master's degree at the time. So at the place I was working, um uh, my coworkers were they found out I was in a band, right? And then they got the CD because they asked for a copy and I was like, Yeah, sure. And so every day at 4 p.m., they would play the song play or play the album and they would like blast <laughs> they would blast the first track which is where i'm going it was it was like a bad take when we were recording during that during that session yeah. but it was hilarious that we included it i still remember the memory of sitting on the couch in the studio when that happened <laughs> and I, I was looking down at my phone and i see her oh and I remember looking up like, what? And we all just started laughing so hard. They couldn't believe it. Oh, um, but, you know, that was gold. That yeah. was gold. You know, the it's record wasn't gold, but, yeah. you know, it should have been. Yeah, should Yeah, yeah. We're talking album sales there. Um, yeah. Real quick, Gabe, I see you are, I think we, we are tea brethren today. Oh, my, I have my um my blur, my auto blur. We're, on, so. we're tea brethren all the time. That's like what part you of the Fufo thing. What you Here, drinking, can, we, can we like clink? The yeah, um, the way you have uh, your screen is like right there. So one, two, three, clink. Oh, 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 we're doing out. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, no, next time. Yeah, what are you <laughs> drinking? I'm I'm raspberry hibiscus right now. I have a nice Earl Grey with mm. some honey, just to keep my voice ready to go, just in case I have to break in a song at any time. You know, that oh, was yeah, a trick. You I never know. Too. Yeah, you know, just you never some know. Honey for a podcast. <laughs> some honey to keep 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 the yeah. vocal cords clean. Yeah. Well, speaking of tea, <laughs> we're about to spill some. Uh, well, actually, no, maybe we're not spilling the tea, but we are discussing the tea that is yeah, spilling. That, that has currently. been spilt. That's been that spelt. has been spilt and yeah. is spilling. Um, just just to just in case no, any of you have been under a rock, which <laughs> I would be surprised if you were still under the rock with all these explosive things happening outside. Yeah, absolutely, of your rock. Amongst the wild things that have happened in this past few weeks, we are here to talk about the start of this. We're here to talk about Christian Horner and uh, all the wild stuff that has uh, has transpired. Um, and uh, the our uh, I guess our our resident expert of tea uh, to spill here is uh, oh, is a dream. He's because honestly, you you've been way ahead of this on on this than I have. I've just been like nose to the grindstone for a bit um, yeah but there's some wild this has been taking some wild turns like so, more than i thought absolutely there's two things i need to address if you're watching the video of this you just probably saw me have like the weirdest reaction to what gabe was saying it was not to what he was saying i just burned the crap out of my tongue on this <laughs> Yeah, you I wonder what face. happened to you. You kept a straight face through all that. You're just like, huh, he's really... <laughs> Must be feeling I'm weird you... in that seat. Oh, no. Well, I'm no. used to you reacting like that where you're just like... Mm. Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. And, like, it was... roll back, so... That was like my tongue trying to get in the way of the hot liquid going down my throat at, like, scalding oh, temperatures. Gee, oh, man. I'm good, guys. I'm good. I'll be able to make it through this pod today. You know what? You know what's really nice? I bought a uh, tea kettle now that you can set the temperature. Yes. So 180 degrees. Boom. See, yeah, mine is probably at 240. Sheesh. 
Well, that's <laughs> I yeah. So speaking of like scalding hot news, yeah, this is it feels <laughs> like I don't know, Gabe. I feel like Drive to Survive really cannot and and you know, this is going to be a joke, but this is not to make a joke of the scenario that we're about to talk about. Right. But I do not think Netflix Drive to Survive's like manufactured drama for this season and for next season can even hold a candle to everything we've seen in this last month of of F1 news. And we haven't yes. even hit preseason testing yet, right? No. Like no. Like I think the juiciest I mean, thing you can expect expect in like the build up to preseason testing is like a shirtless pick of Lewis just like saying like I'm ready, which is what he dropped today. I don't know if you saw that. I did see that. Um, yeah. Yeah. He looks He's ready. Good. Mm-hmm. Looks good. Yeah. Um probably Pilates, right? But probably. um but yeah, lots of money for a personal trainer and chefs and yeah all that kind of stuff. <laughs> yeah but oh my god like I, it, it just has not stopped right no. it has not stopped and probably for the fia this is probably a very good thing uh especially <laughs> especially in in regards to the andretti cadillac situation because don't think we forgot don't think we forgot about that y'all like yeah you come back um yeah well you know uh i think you're i think you're right i mean usually right before preseason testing like usually the drama comes from the cars themselves, right? Right. Like, oh, yeah. Like, you know, Red Bull copied whoever, or, you know, all these teams are copying Red Bull. Or, mm-hmm. Like here's a new sponsor or crazy. You know, here's a driver switch or something. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it, it, well, that's, and that's the thing. I think like maybe, maybe this is the, maybe this is the, the universe, the cosmos, like just course correcting from the pretty, straightforward no nonsense kind of season that we had last year i mean there was there's certainly some dramatic things that happened or some weird you know high school-esque drama but Mm -hmm. um i mean for in f1 standards it was not as uh as intense as we've seen before so this i think is like the world the the universe being like all right guys like buckle up 24 is gonna be bonkers because uh i mean this could have some pretty intense ramifications i mean just to think i mean honestly christian horner yeah has been the team principal for red bull since they were formed in 2005 Mm -hmm. so he has been the principal for that team this entire time Mm -hmm. through thick and thin and a whole lot of thin fat and skinny and yeah (laughs) like i mean you know and so he, in so many ways, like he's embedded into that team. Like mm-hmm. he, he is that team, like him yeah. and Adrian Newey pretty much. Yeah. So, I mean, and he's, he's honestly, if we're going to talk about, cause we always talk about goats of drivers. If we're talking about mm-hmm. goats of t- like team principles, easily Christian Horner's in that conversation, right? Mm-hmm. Because of his leadership and like what he has been able to do with that team through different technical regulations, right? technical regulation errors right like he won mm-hmm. and the um with the duct diffuser uh, i'm sorry the, the rear diffuser right uh, during that era of t- mm-hmm. between 2010 and 2013 right mm-hmm. um four times in a row right and yeah, the, then the, the end of the v8 era. The, yeah end of the v8 era yeah. right and then you get to um the uh the turbocharged uh v6 hybrid era right and like wasn't able to find any kind of success until they get Verstappen and then they start building up again, building up again, building up again. And then they finally nick the championship off of Mercedes. Right. Mm-hmm. And then in this new ground effect era, um, in this new ground effect era of cars, uh, Red Bull has been the team. Right. Yeah, and it looks like dominant. they're going to be, yeah. And it, it's very interesting because we're going to talk about liveries today too. 
Um, and we're going to talk a little bit about, you know, some changes that have come to Red Bull that I think are really interesting, but like has led the team through all these changes. Right. And then like the allegations that are made against him are like, this is very, this could be monumental as far as the shift and impact that it has on this team. Right. Sure. And their level of success. Right. Because mm-hmm. like a team. I think it's it's definitely it's people, but also it's leader, right? A leader, like mm-hmm. if you have the right leader at top, you can keep the same people underneath, right? But if you have the right leader who has things structured in a way that makes sense, like you you can always win. You can always find success, right? And mm-hmm. I think if you contrast this with Mercedes, Mercedes still has a great leader in Total Wolf, right? But there have been a lot of big personnel changes underneath him, right? And I don't know if those personnel changes have matched with the structure that Toto has had in place, right, over the last few years. So maybe that's why we haven't seen Mercedes being as on the ball as they have been in previous seasons. Right. So, Mm -hmm. um, so let's just get right to it about Christian Horner. He has been, um, it has been claimed that he has sexually harassed an employee within his team, um, within the Red Bull racing team. Um, It sounds like it is definitely of a sexual harassment nature. Um, And it sounds like, there are there's like strong evidence for it to get to this point that it is now. Mm. Um, so what happened a few weeks back? I think this is like about two weeks ago. This is literally the week after um, the Lewis um, Lewis going to Ferrari news dropped that mm. there were some musings and rumblings that Christian Horner is uh, uh, apparently going to be under investigation by his own team because of these allegations. And no one knew about the allegations immediately, right? It was just kind of like, oh, what's going on? It was just that oh, improper conduct within the team, right? And so everyone's just like, mm-hmm. oh, it's probably sexual assault or sexual harassment. Some people are just thinking like, oh, maybe he's just like a bit too strict or firm with his employees and saying like, yeah. oh, like fix your fucking car, right? Like that whole thing, right? <laughs> um, if you got a problem. <laughs> um, but yeah, but the end of that week, uh, we find out that he, on that Friday, was supposed to sit down in a deposition with Red Bull, right? Um, like internal, they were going to handle it internally. Right. And people were thinking news was going to come out that week. It didn't come out. So then the next week follows and the next week is just information, more information kind of like passing through the, the filter, right through the sieve. Yeah. And it's like, Oh, it's definitely sexual harassment. It's someone on the team. Um, apparently he offered 650,000 pounds to the accuser to kind of make it go away. And so there's like, all these different rumors and even on top of this too right there's people saying that there's a power struggle within the red bull organization now ever since the passing of dietrich Mateschitz. um mm-hmm. he's the original founder owner of red bull red bull racing right and a um and actually within the red bull structure i think he i want to say he was he was like the guy right because he partnered mm-hmm. with the folks in thailand who actually had the red bull formula and then you know he was kind of like the marketing branding distribution part of it but mm-hmm. um with all this stuff going on, like there's a lot going on. So I think what we need to do is just first set the stage and say, this is wild because <laughs> in this day and age to think that someone with such power, I guess it's not surprising because people with power mm. tend to do this. But in this day and age where there's all kinds of ways and methods to record bad behavior and to yeah. let people know, you know, about that bad behavior. Mm. Um, it's just, it's shocking that, he would even do this um yeah and i guess yeah. just and first off like even before that right i guess like step zero 
like to the victim, I just hope that she's going to be okay through all this because to come forward with these kinds of allegations, right, against someone of power, like she's going to, like her name will be dragged through the mud, right? Like, Mm -hmm. and it's unfortunate, um, assuming that all this is true, right? Like when all the evidence comes out and whatnot, um, it's, I, I do not envy her for having to, you know, file a lawsuit, claim that, you know, that just sexual harassment and proper conduct in their workplace, um, be su- be subjected to that, right? And then there's yeah. like a whole kind of quid pro quo element to this, right? Yeah. Um, dude, it's I've been rambling for a bit, but I, I just that's kind of what's going on. He has been accused of sexual um, harassment within the workplace to mm. a junior female employee, and Red Bull is investigating internally. Yeah. Um. Yeah, not uh, definitely not what you want on the tail of like arguably the most successful season that you've ever had as a team. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, it does a lot of damage to, I mean, uh, you know, it does damage to the sport as yeah, well as absolutely. to the Red Bull organization because, well, I think <clears throat> ultimately, I think what is going to be the, uh, what is going to be the true test of, you know, how the sport reacts to it is how that investigation goes and, you know, how the team or the sport as a whole handles it. Um, I mean, Red Bull can have as many investigations as they want, but if they just say like, yeah, like we figured looked into it and, you know, it's fine. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, there has to be there, you know, if there's strong evidence for this, mm-hmm. it's provable in court. Mm-hmm. Um, like there has to be some repercussions for that. Absolutely. Because, yeah. Uh, I mean, you know, I think like some people's impulse is to think like, oh, this is like an attack of opportunity or whatever, like because mm-hmm. he's a powerful person. But it's like, no, nah, you know, powerful men are just men. Mm-hmm. Um, right. Yeah. And, and men will do bad things. And those things need to be uh, need to be punished or corrected. You know, mm-hmm. uh, there needs to be repercussions for your actions. It doesn't matter, you know who you are in whatever sense of power. There's no excuse. Uh, I wish, uh, you know, I wish more people in this country specifically would go along with that. Um, But unfortunately they don't. Um, So it's good when we get a chance to see, you know, these things play out in such a way to where there are consequences. Mm -hmm. So I would say for me, um, obviously if, if this is if this ends up being a hundred percent true, um, the evidence is put out there, uh, and and it's it's pretty inconclusive or it's pretty conclusive that like Christian Horner is responsible for doing this. Then I I personally I mean I think that he he should you know that's not that's not the that's not the conduct that you do that you use as a racing director. So <laughs> therefore, I think his job or in any be, space. Or in any space, really. Yeah. So I think uh, he he really shouldn't be keeping his job after that. Yeah. Um, that's I mean, that's a fireable offense for a McDonald's employee, let alone. Yeah, exactly. Like, that's why I'm like, dude. Bro. Yeah, um, <laughs> for real. Uh, and uh, and yeah, and I think that like that is I mean, that and that's going to be a big problem for Red Bull. I mean, they can do all they want and saying like, oh, you know, the team racist one and we're all together. It's just like, dude, it's like we're pretty much chopped the head off of the body, you know? So like, you're going to have to sew on a new head Frankenstein style real quick. 
um, and figure out what you're going to do because yeah, that's not, that's not acceptable. And I mean, yeah, you know, the way I look at it too, like this could very well be like the pivotal moment for Red Bull to either, you know, completely implode in the next few years. Mm-hmm. Um, or, uh, you know, or just, you know, move into a new era of success, you know, yeah. without Christian. Like, it, yeah. it, it depends. Like, it depends on how it's going to happen, you know. Yeah. A lot of time, but I, I'd say most of the time when a team principal leaves or changes, um, they don't always have, like, the immediate success, you know. Mm-hmm. With a few exceptions, like Braun, yeah. you know, uh, Ross Braun, uh, we're talking, like, one of the GOATs of team principals. Like, Ross Braun is right up there. I mean, he mm-hmm. was... He was right there for with Michael Schumacher through um, uh, the Benetton and uh, and the Ferrari days and the Ferrari and and, uh, you know, Braun GP. So, um, but yeah, uh, I mean, I kind of want to know. I I mean, I I don't like this is just for my own curiosity, just mm -hmm. to know that, like, I really hope the details of what he said and did comes out because I want to know, like. I mean, was it like a dick pic? Like, I, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, was it like, was I think it at the like, very least it's that, yeah. You know, uh, solicitation, solicitation, like, you know, they're like, I mean, it, like, if this it's, is behavior that's like this, like, you need, people need to know, right? Like, what he did, like, what he's right. capable of, like, you know? And, and, um, the reason, and I'm glad you're saying that too, because the reason is, like, that's going to inform others, right? Who think that behavior is okay to be like, oh, no, mm-hmm. you can't do that. You know what I mean? Right. That there's consequences. Yeah, there's consequences. So yeah. it's really important that all this information comes out. And like, again, yeah. like I really feel, I feel like gutted, like in advance for mm. the victim, right? For, oh yeah. For whoever's going through this to say, like, come out and do all this stuff because like your reputation is, you know what I mean? Like the reason mm. why people go through this stuff and they get huge payouts is because like more than likely they're not going to be like employed, like within the same field. Right. So that may have an impact on their, on their income. Right on their ability to earn income right so then you need like you you have to have some source of money to like live off of right and yeah yikes i don't i don't know yeah well and you know 650 so i just looked it up Six hundred and fifty thousand pounds is the equivalent yeah. of about eight hundred and twenty thousand dollars yeah that was the amount of um, money christian horner and like i guess his legal group offered the victim to right you go away like hush money from what, yeah, from what which the is, reports say. I mean, honestly, in the in the world of 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 hush money that has been paid to yeah. people for these sort of things, um, like that's just that's like a drop in the bucket. Like yeah. it's like nothing. I mean, and honestly, like if you're talking about somebody who is you know taking the risk of putting themselves into the limelight in this way, because you know this person's going to get a lot of hate. Because oh, people yeah. love Christian Horner and people yep. love Red Bull, and so they're going to come after her no matter what, even if it is mm-hmm. true, even if she has the evidence. Um, and so, like you know, you have to calculate that, like emotional distress, um, you know, difficult, like you know, being able to, like people don't think about this, like if you if you come at if you come at the basically the head honcho, like mm-hmm. your main boss, with an allegation like this and yeah. sue them. Like, you know, even though moralistically we feel like, yeah, that's the right thing you should do. You should Mm -hmm. tell on the person, you know, companies will look at that and just think like, oh, well, she's Mm -hmm. unreliable. 
mm-hmm. you know, or like, like, mm-hmm. like, you know, what is, what other secrets is she going to divulge if we, you know, and so they take that into consideration. So it becomes really, really hard to get a job after that. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. This so, is what I mean. Like her, her, yeah. her potential to earn income is directly affected and impacted by this. Right. Yeah. So that's why these turns, these turn into like civil cases where there needs to be some kind of monetary restoration towards the victim because yeah. like that, that's a huge, that's a huge problem people, people face. <laughs> The quid pro quo thing is also so easy to just like point out and be like, mm. so if I don't do this, am I going to lose my job? Right. And who knows? Yeah. Like this person might like, it's just, well, and also too, think of it this way too. Like the fact that they are already trying to offer them money, like yeah. offer her money. Right. It's pretty telling because like, if you didn't do anything wrong yeah. and this person's like straight up lying to you, like Christian Horner has the, he has like, like the Red Bull legal team, you know, basically at his disposal to come after somebody who makes false allegations. I mean, the libel laws in England are really intense. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like you can sue somebody for libel and like, you know, without, you know, with, and, and, you know, and have a pretty aggressive uh, legal team come after you. Yeah. The fact that, you know, basically they're offering to pay her money already, even though, even before, like that's, that's a pretty telling thing because, Honestly, if Christian Horner didn't do anything wrong and nothing really he wouldn't be you know, wasn't yet. anything yeah. like he wouldn't he wouldn't even bother trying to pay her. He would just be like, OK, well, you're fired. And if you try and come after me, like I have legal, you know, precedence for this because like she he, he would know she doesn't have any evidence. So what is she going to do? Right. You know, but I think the fact that she's trying to trying to pay her money, that's a big, big tell. Yeah. So he did something. So it's just a matter of time of what's going to happen. And I feel like if he's still allowed to be in the sport and still allowed to have his job after that. Yeah. Blown um, away. I think Red Bull as a brand, I don't know if they want to be, if they want to touch this. I don't know no, if they want to be No, I don't think they do. This. No. So I think they'd want to like divorce themselves from him as soon as possible. Right. Because even though like Red Bull exists within the realm of like extreme sports and all this kind of stuff, mm. right? I could easily see an SNL skit where it's like, we're Red Bull, we're in F1, we're in, we're in Dakar, um, we're in uh, rally racing, we fly planes, we have guys jump down from space, and we're in court for sexual harassment and civil lawsuits. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, and mm. that would stick. I think that would stick. I, I think they just have like they have like those dudes who do the trial cycling like in the yeah. courtroom, like doing wheelies over yeah. the tables, and it just says Red Bull TV in the corner. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like it's like it's it's like really it's messy. I don't think they would want to be associated with this, right? Because well, the, you like, know, this is yeah. rich energy type of energy. This is not yeah. Red Bull energy. You know what I mean? <laughs> this like is rich energy energy. Yeah. Um, yeah. I agree with you. I don't think they want to be involved. I don't think any company really wants to be in. Oh, yeah. No, no company wants to be involved with that. But I think that but who could there's there's certain levels of yeah. whether or not they they look on their return on investment. Right? right. And I think like for the Red Bull organization, Christian Horner is incredibly valuable as a F1 team principal. Mm. You know what I mean? Like so valuable that they might try a way to keep him keep the valuable parts of what he's contributing within the the purview and then but publicly make it look as though the situation's been resolved and everybody's okay with it you know what i mean um and it it, it sucks it's it it is messy but like think about i mean think of how much that's happened like that happens all the time like with companies you know they pay the money they you know the employee is you know gets paid the money and then like the people who are you know 
involve just if they got enough money, if they're high enough status, nothing mm. happens. It's unfortunate. I mean, like, well, we'll think about it this way. Like, think of think about this. What mm. what's the best case scenario for this? Like, what 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 would we want to see? I can tell you, like, I mm. would like to see whoever this employee is, like, mm. l- l- like just just like just to be sure to confirm, like, mm. this is this actually happened. Mm-hmm. There's proof of it. You know, we know that that this is really going down. Um, you know, what's the best case scenario? I mean, I, to me, the best case scenario is that the employee who was harassed, she gets her, you know, she gets her, her day in court. She, you know, proves beyond shadow of a doubt that he did this behavior. Mm-hmm. Um, Christian gets the, you know, the, the repercussions, like he loses his job, mm-hmm. you know, and he has to, and you know, maybe he, maybe he finds some other way to make his money elsewhere as like an advisor, or, you know, maybe he writes a book or hits the circuit. Who knows? Like, I don't know. Mm-hmm what he could possibly do um maybe he just becomes a stay home and da- stay home and uh, stay at home dad mm-hmm. and you know just like hangs out with uh with jerry i mean so long as jerry still wants to stay with him um yeah that's another thing dude like yeah, yeah. i mean it's like, like blows up your life and oh my god why, yeah. why would you do such a thing and i mean for the sake of the red bull fans then too like you know they get somebody else to come in and take over that position who you know just can just picks up where christian left off and they just continue to have their you know high level of success yeah so oh thank you for saying that mm-hmm. are you finished with your thought because that just yes made yeah. okay that just made something else pop off in my mind like i think the other thing here that blows me away is just how as he was doing this like he was thinking with he was not thinking with the right head and um he just like completely put at risk all of his all of the people who work with him right and their their families and their livelihoods right because some i feel like something like this is big enough to like completely demolish demolish like an enterprise right sure yeah if you don't get it right right like let's Mm -hmm. say let's say they bring in someone new next year or like this season right Mm -hmm. like this season i would assume would be perfectly fine it's gonna be fine like be Mm -hmm because it the cars are designed they already have structures mm-hmm. in place right but it's like what happens like the next big like regulation change right where they need to like get key people that kind of stuff right and they don't have mm-hmm. like the right connections right mm-hmm. um because the big guy who used to do all that stuff for us is gone and that was never that knowledge was never like sourced out or divvied out amongst different people for us to be able to keep this thing going right mm-hmm. um but yeah, it's just like a lot of unnecessary drama. And I'm sure there are probably probably people on the team too who are thinking about leaving if not have gotten up to leave to just say like, I don't want to work in an environment like this. Like that yeah. happens too, no? Yeah, well, I'd be willing to bet that there's probably other instances of this, but they never- Oh, absolutely. You know, absolutely. This is, not the the fir- thing. this is not the first time he's done this, right? Yeah. I yeah. would wager. Um, it's a bummer. It is a bummer. Well- Let's move on to the spotlight of the episode um, and our uh, one of my honestly, my favorite thing from probably one of my favorite things from last year. Um, and I'm really excited to do it again. It is our second annual 2024 F1 Livery Fashion Review. So review. Yeah, I guess let, let's 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 get into this. But let let's before we get into like our individual like talk about each car mm-hmm. and do our individual top breakdowns. Um, I want to talk about 
the whole livery thing as a as a whole this year and the the, yeah. the thing big thing that people have been talking about and that is pretty much a lack of paint yeah and what's yeah. funny about that though is the first half of the livery reveals were all about lack of paint and then literally yeah. all the ones that came after it were like oh look it's paint yeah <laughs> you know <laughs> yeah. like so suddenly everyone stopped because they realized oh yeah the other half of the grid is totally like doing fine painting mm-hmm. their cars and not yeah. having any issues here so yeah um remind us again why uh why are some of these teams not putting paint on the carbon fiber like what what's what's their what's the reasoning behind this so their their paint right is an object and a material that has weight and mass right so when you apply it you're adding extra weight or mass to your vehicle and weight can be it can it can help you in certain scenarios right but you're just adding more weight that you need to carry with your forward momentum or your performance from your engine, right? So you want to remove as much weight as possible. And some teams have decided, let's remove paint because that's going to be the thing that that saves us a lot of <laughs> a lot of time on you know, mm-hmm. per lap. And I don't think we're in that era anymore. I, I I cannot imagine that you know shaving off like paint from like the engine intake, right? Air intake on the top half, top portion of the car, backwards mm. towards the, the rear wing, that that saves you enough, like weight and saves you enough uh, weight that you gain in performance. I, if right. if you are, then there's something else wrong with your car. Like there's there's a much deeper problem, right? That means your packaging probably isn't right somewhere. Um, right. right. You know that's I feel like that's what you should probably be paying attention to, you know, mm. or maybe having like a shorter side pod versus a longer side pod, right? Because you want to you don't want to induce like uh eddy currents or dirty air or turbulence further downstream that so th- things like that 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 would be the, the thing to focus on but hey i'm mm. not the, i'm not the cfd guy and i right. don't work within the world of formula one i just observe <laughs> yeah so my thought about that honestly is like uh i mean for i have a couple thoughts about thoughts about this mm-hmm. one the most of the cars that were at the top of the field all of last year had lots of paint yeah. They had the most amount of paint. Thank you. Like Ferrari <laughs> was you. up there. They're still <laughs> mostly covered in red. Red Bull, even though it looks pretty dark, it's still got that dark blue paint on it. So yeah. it's definitely a painted car. Um, and even Mercedes. the Mercedes, I think they were still painting it black. I don't know if it was mm-hmm. too much carbon. I, I mean, I, I can't remember. But like uh, Aston there, Martin, same thing. There are a couple yeah. of bits of black of carbon, exposed carbon on the Mercedes, yeah. but not too much. And so and here's the other thing to think about. And I know this is I definitely know this is probably calculated um, in their calculations. But like just from my whole brain, what I'm thinking of is like uh, carbon. So carbon fiber, right? It's fiber. So it's woven carbon mm-hmm. fibers that are woven together and then cured in like a rosin. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess uh, my thought is uh, I wonder I, I wonder how much if they're going to cure the carbon fiber in rosin to it enough to where they can smooth over the surface to it not being a textured service or, or, or um, a surface, mm-hmm. then they might as well just paint it. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. like it's are you're already having like a material, like a f- top coat of material yeah. because like I can only imagine that a textured surface flying through the air is going to be more, create more drag than a completely mm-hmm. glossed over smooth surface on a microscopic level. You know Ooh. what I mean? Ooh, you know welcome, what I'm to, welcome to Idris's tech corner. So I guess it depends right. on what's going on because within the field of fluid dynamics, you have what is called the boundary layer, right? Which is where you have 
like the um, like the free flowing stream, right? Which would be your fluid air, right? Your air is flowing over. There's a certain point where you can zoom in at like a micro level and you mm. see how that fluid is attaching to the surface of the vehicle. So it it depends. It like it might be it might be in the wash. I really don't know enough about the boundary layer of the interaction between the air on the free flow uh, stream and how that interacts with the actual body of the of the carbon mm. fiber. Um, it could be if it's just if the boundary layer is large enough, it won't make a difference, right? If it's actually over it, where it, like yeah. it doesn't matter, it's just going over that. But if it's like closer to the surface, then yeah, then I, I could see it posing an issue. But I, I, I think that's why it doesn't matter if it's woven and it's just kind of exposed. Yeah, I'm sure they I'm sure they put those calculations in place. But yeah. I mean, even still, like I mean, clearly like Ferrari's never really had too much of a problem with it. So um and they've they've been pretty pretty fast. Um why don't we just go through each car really quick and just give our sort of impressions yeah. and then at the end of it <clears throat> we will give our top our top 10 lists or yeah. i guess our our list of of, of um you know uh, who's best so i'd like to let while we're on that subject let's talk mm -hmm. about the ferrari um yeah so yeah what what's what's your well give me their uh i uh, like it i like okay. it a lot it just looks like a giant like lollipop i love the cherry red i love that that's back I love how the white is interlaced on the on the side pods of the car there. And they've got like this weird like star effect, it looks like. It's like it's it's actually okay, so where the shell logo is on the side pod, if you if you're looking at it not head on, it looks like the sponsors in the white labeling there, in the white color, white font, are like stars. And that looks really cool. I think there's like Ray-Ban, Siva, and then someone else. But mm -hmm. I think it looks really cool. Um, the only thing with the Ferrari that I would like to change is the swoop, right? Like from the air intake on the side pod going down. Um, that inward face, that, that vertical face that's on the inside there, right behind the front wheel mm. is all black. It, that would have been cool to see it all red. But, you know, I, I, like, I like what I'm seeing here. It feels like a return to form. While I did like that kind of like almost purplish red from a couple seasons ago, I do like that they've gone back to this. This feels, this feels good, and I see more yellow, and I'm happy about that. What about mm. you? Uh, well, when I first saw this, my first, the first thing that popped into my head was ba da ba ba ba. <laughs> yeah. Um, because I, I saw the yellow, and I immediately thought golden arches. Mm -hmm. Um, and honestly, like the more and what's in it, like even with the with their their outfits too mm -hmm. um, like the racing outfits i think it's because it's red and then the yellow are stripes like a like a stripe so it just makes me think of like the golden arches you know mm -hmm. if they had done a thing where you know maybe it was like kind of like how mclaren does it it's like it's like sort of an angular point that cuts across the guitar the, or the car that then like mm -hmm. they do that yellow or like remember they did in, in monza last year like the back of the air yes. airbox had that yellow accent mm -hmm. if it does something like that it would have been it would have made more you know would have more hit more impact. but like yeah. yeah just the yellow and the red as stripes to me it just it, it, it yeah it just it screamed mcdonald's right mm -hmm. out the gate for me like i i you know i was uh 
<laughs> that was my thought. But now, you know, what's funny is that looking at compared to the shell logo, having the shell logo next to it, mm-hmm. like you see that sort of symmetry of color. I think the colors are balanced well. They did that thing where it's like you, you have your full red is your main color, right? Mm-hmm. Your black is your kind of secondary. And then you have two accent colors with the yellow and the white. Yeah. So I also, I'm going to say this too. I'm glad they painted the wheel covers. Yes. Because I'm tired of those just being black for yeah. black sake. And um, I think it's yeah. fun. It, it is fun. Um, I think, but you know what? Here's the thing. Like me, I, I don't, I think last year's car, I think the livery technically looked better to me. Mm-hmm. However, I will say this, and this is some. This is a, this is a maybe it's the new thing, a predictor for me, is that the uglier the car, the faster they tend to be. <laughs> um, and so, the, because the really pretty cars from last year, with the exception of the Aston Martin, were very not very fast. Yeah. So. Um, I mean, look so at the yeah. McLaren. That yeah. Was right. Right. Awful. Yeah, that was awful. But then they immediately started coming back around. So you know, I'm. I'm I'm yeah. I'm I'm thinking I'm thinking this one's this one's going to be a pretty good contender. So you keep, you keep saying I'm thinking, and I just want to say Arby's <laughs> every time. I'm thinking Arby's. I'm thinking Arby's. We have the meat. <laughs> I mean, Haas could take the Arby's oh uh, sponsorship. It's bl- it's red and white already. So. Let, let's let's go right. Let, you know, we're talking about it. You know, we're talking Arby's. You know, Chipotle, <laughs> Haas. These are names mm. that kind of go together. What mm. what what food is coming to mind, or what is coming to mind when you think Haas? Um, honestly, I look at that Haas car, and I'm thinking like tennis shoe company. Um, it's what it looks Sketchers. like to me. It, it's giving me sportswear. Um, mm. but here's oh, the thing. Here's like what I will say. Waking polo. Yeah. Yeah. It's just like, it might as well say <laughs> under armor. Um, but here, here's what I'm going to say though. If you compare this library to last year's, yeah. um, it definitely looks, the Haas logo is the biggest improvement on the side oh, of yeah. the car By because far. last year it was very stagnant. It was just very square, but like with this one, they really pulled, stretched it out. They swooped it to go along with the, mm. um, the side pod and if i'm not mistaken is it slightly more metallic than it was than last year because i think it's i think it's more of like a silver color than like completely white it's like kind of like a white pearl color you know i think it, it looks does. much better yeah I, it's a much better livery versus last year yeah i i like the car better um i don't know for me though it just feels it doesn't feel super memorable you know what i mean no no it's not giving me rich energy vibes you know no it it looks like uh it looks like the livery that a video game would create for like yeah for like a competitor team you know or like maybe your first livery for your car you know whatever (laughs) or for your player character and then you pick like a like the nickname the game calls like hey spider or the kid right <laughs> right no no you know what it is Prodigy. your yours is like the the one that you start with is like you know it's some fun color like it's like yeah. it's blue or whatever you know it's all like light and like happy yeah. it's like blue and white right yeah. and then this is the villain car that shows up it's all red and black and like you know the driver's name is like spike like or something like that you know klaus bithold <laughs> klaus spike the the spike it's just like you know it's like i will kill you on the racetrack so, oh, it's like Mal- malfoy driving it you know oh, once you go back to iowa and race your tractors your don't <laughs> i've been in this spot for five years <laughs> i know the track better than you do you um, know what they call me they call me the wonderkind <laughs> 
it is nice to see though and like hey you know a little shout out for some american pride it's yeah. nice to see that they put the the american flag full color on the front nose mm. rather than just like that weird sort of like uh you know monochromatic colored flag that they put on the side they all that mm-hmm. always gave off like you know uh blue lives matter sort of vibes to me you know what i mean so like it's nice to see like the stars and stripes actually being in color and on the front of the car it's like okay yeah no this is american team it's american car let's let's do it you know no more russian colors or anything like that yeah i feel that um yeah yeah i give it i give it a solid yeah it's a it's a it's a it's a c c minus i mean it's a car like it's it's a car yeah Yeah. that's 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 it's a car (laughs) that's what Um, the c stands for car minus um, <laughs> so, let, let's go let, let's do a little bit of ping pong here so we just talked about okay. Haas honestly let's just go to the one I think that probably shocked us the most okay um, let's talk about steak what like okay, I gotta so wait, say wait, wait 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 steak kick dude, or uh, it's <laughs> like which so, is it <laughs> steak is the parent company they own kick but then steak got into some like some issues because apparently they weren't allowed to operate within certain European regions or whatever whatever the green card, the Sauber, right? Right, um, right, 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 right. I gotta say, personally, I love it. Also, I love that their like livery reveal video was like super 1999. I don't know where you're getting those vibes from it. It just mm-hmm. felt like all it was missing was just Darude Sandstorm playing in the background. During, mm-hmm. you know? Yes. They're just like, oh, um, this is the future. <laughs> this is the future. Yeah, no, um, the entire vibe of this guitar, of this car, I'm sorry, I keep saying guitars. Hey. Um, because i talk about aesthetics for guitars all the time at work too and like for me cars and guitars kind of blend together um yeah no this podcast guitars and cars starting summer 2024 (laughs) i can 100% do that i can talk about those all day um it it gives me it gives me cyberpunk vibes and you can definitely get that with the neon surrounding like it's very tron Mm -hmm. Um, yes yes if I mean if the, if their color was like you know George Russell teal blue, um, then it would 100% be like the Tron F1 team. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm I'm a little the I think the only thing about this there's only two aspects of this car that kind of give me pause. Mm-hmm. I uh, as far as the livery goes, so the first being right where the engine cover is, where the green is. Yes. It's very, it's very kind of dang, dang, dang. Yep. You know what I mean? It's very angular. It's not flowing in this way. That feels really nice. Like if Mm -hmm. they had kind of flowed it sort of down and back, but I guess that's sort of angular nature of it. Is there them trying to go for that sort of cyber, you know, kind of vibe, you know? Um, The other thing that gives me pause too is just the the wheel color, the wheel covers. I like Mm. them, but I also like for a half second, I thought that they were going to be one of those ones where as they're spinning, it shows an image of like somebody moving or dancing (laughs) or something, (laughs) you know, which honestly would be a perfect opportunity. It would be so fun. Um, Yeah. And they could, somebody could easily do that. Um, they could easily print out a pattern that does that. <laughs> um, but I think that honestly, the whole thing for me is that what what makes up for any of its shortcomings in my brain is the mm-hmm. fact that it's neon green. Yeah. And yeah. I'm like, okay, I'm always going to side with a bold choice. You know yeah. what I mean? I'm always going to be with a bold choice. I'm with you. And I think one of the down, I'm with you. Um, what I would like to see more of is more interesting like shapes with the neon green 
I think the neon mm-hmm. green is what makes the car just really cool. Yeah. But like, just like you said, like the the engine cover, engine intake, just the eh, 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 you know, I know exactly a, what yeah. you're talking about. It's it's like yeah. this, it doesn't feel inspired, right? It doesn't no. like it feels like the green is just kind of put in places like in here, in no. here, in no. here, in here, and it doesn't really have like I don't know, does, doesn't feel super fun. Also, the well, K you, on the nose looks like the Kickstarter K. I yeah. Can't get over that. Yeah. No. It, well, that that gives me MS DOS a little bit. Um, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but also too, yeah. That if you look at the sides. There's green stripe that comes up the nose. There's a green stripe that goes down. It flows underneath the side pod, yeah. and then it's just bam, bam, bam. It's a different. So, it's a different art style and art direction, and it feels like kind of mashed together. Yeah, yeah. But you know what? But like honestly, yeah, it's green, and green has made a triumphant return to the grid, and mm-hmm. I'm all for it. You know, I'm for it. I'm, 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 I'm gonna. You know, they've they've had a weird rocky start. Mm-hmm. But um, but yeah, hopefully uh, I guess Sauber, Kick Sauber, Steak F1, whatever. Just um, Sauber, just Sauber. Just, I'm just gonna call it. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's just gonna be Sauber. Um, unless uh, unless David Croft tells me uh, otherwise. <laughs> <coughs> um, so let's yeah. keep the green train going then, baby. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah. So next Wait. up then would that would that be Aston Martin? Oh, oh yes. <laughs> oh, that uh, that classic. Yeah. Let's let's talk about that hunter green. So, what do you what do you think about this one, Gabe? So, um, honestly, uh, it's hard to improve on perfection, uh, <laughs> and so <laughs> pretty much <laughs> Kobe, <laughs> just like that. <laughs> pretty much, I mean, and Gabe for three. It was perfect last year, and this just continues to be pretty perfect this year. Um, um, and honestly, my favorite little thing about this, uh, the, the, my, my two favorite things about the Aston Martin car, um, one is I love the yellow detail on the wheel covers. Mm-hmm. Um, I just, it's so simple and small, but like, it just looks very classy. It looks very yeah. fast and awesome. Mm-hmm. And also I kind of love how it's, mm. it's like kind of green and black and you get these sort of unison bits of yellow and then there's just that little pop of red and blue with the Valvoline logo. Yeah. And there's just the contrast on that is just really, really nice. I mean, it's a, it's spectacular. You know, yeah. black wing, black uh, black wings, um, plenty of sort of black trim, but you just have this nice big old smear of like Aston Martin green, which honestly, I think they have a specific name for the color. Um, like, like Hunter green, like British racing green, right? It's not British racing green. Uh, BRB, it, it might be a, vari- a variation of it. Um, you mm-hmm. know, maybe it's just Aston green, you know, yeah. but like it's nice, man. Um, yeah, it's it is it is very very nice, and and that's one thing that I do enjoy about a lot of the British racing green variants. It's like there's been so many different ones, right? Like Lotus mm-hmm. has that kind of like yellowy kind of like green color. Bentley is like really dark dark green mm-hmm. and then you have like um jaguar which is also kind of a darker green which is like a little bit lighter and then aston kind of has this sort of it's sort of like a, a frosty sort of like hue to it it's like a little little more frosty mm-hmm. it's a little lighter it's a little more neutral yeah which is yeah. really spectacular mm-hmm. so it's a very yeah. i look at it and it's a very like sophisticated green that's what i get from it yes it's very like yes. mature and I, I really like that and it's like and they're not doing too much with the colors right it's just like that nice like pearlescent green almost mm-hmm. then it's like some beauty like some nice black to kind of wrap it and kind of right. draw your eyes to like the engine covers mm-hmm. i think i think it, it's beautiful yeah yeah but aston martin aesthetically has always had some really i mean really aesthetically well nice looking cars and yeah. uh, 
they're kind of sticking to their Aston Martin heritage, and I'm I'm all for this. I'm yeah, I think it's it is a classy looking car, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, it, yeah, it's perfect. Yeah. It's perfect. I yeah, thought I think that's wonderful. It's beautiful. All right, what's next? What are, what's 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 on the chopping block? All right, so we've talked about some real nice ones. Let's uh let's reach to the bottom of the bargain <laughs> okay. bin here. And right. uh, let's just kick it off with McLaren because these guys just know how to give us consistency when it comes to just some <sighs> like, mid liveries. Like, yeah, how, yeah. I, I mean, in short, I think it's for me personally. I look at it, and I'm just like, okay. I think what throws me off is this whole like, and they. I don't know why they like doing this, where they have like the triangle of color that meets, like the apex of that meets at the at the opening of the halo. It just I don't like how that looks. It just looks odd to me. I think they've gotten, I think they did a much better job with like the sponsor placement this year, but I don't know. I just, it doesn't feel inspired. So, so here's, so here's, here's the thing. This is what I'm going to say. This looks better than last year's did. 100%. And it's because they simplified some of the colors. They took that blue out. Yeah. And so automatically a two-tone color scheme is going to be easier to yep. wrap your head around than just like multiple. And if you see what they did for their IndyCar and what they did for some of their like their other racing series, they're 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 kind of they they like especially the IndyCars. The IndyCars are harkening oh, back to the yes. Marlboro logos. Um and I think F1 I think that's what they were trying to do. I think they were trying to kind of go for that, but you can tell that they didn't want to put too much paint on the car. And so they they subdued it like if this if that if that sort of angular gradient um on the back of the car had like extended downward and a little more forward Mm -hmm. and then the the other angle like started where the halo like is like right where Mm -hmm. the the, the base of the halo and like just kind of cut down across like if they had added more of those orange if they had more of the papaya i think this would be better but also this mclaren has the same problem that it did last year and that is sponsors sponsors and more sponsors and Mm -hmm. other sponsors and this sponsor and don't forget that one i mean but what blows me away about the sponsor thing is like the kingdom of bahrain owns you right like do Mm -hmm. do we need to have all these all the sponsor logos on here it's so much it is so much it's it's too much there's 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 it's it's really busy um the chrome wheel color chrome logo wheel covers like it's clever but it doesn't it doesn't translate on track because you don't you know, they're they're spinning so much faster that it. Mm-hmm. You know, um, yeah. I I just it's it's better, but it's it's not as good as it could be. Mm-hmm. And um, honestly, like I just I I wish they would just use that one that they did at Monaco last year um, because that looked so good. That like um, Marlboro like sort of tribute one that they did. Mm-hmm. Um, because yeah, this just doesn't have enough paint. It's too busy. But hey, like I said <clears throat> earlier in the episode, that the ugliest cars tend to be the faster ones. So mm-hmm. um, hopefully, this is a sign of good good things from um, from McLaren. Um, yeah. So yeah. <clears throat> yeah. No. I'm, I'm, I'm really, <clears throat> what are your thoughts? Yeah, I, I'm. I'm with you. I, I. Yeah, you made some really good points here. Yeah, just simply removing the blue. It looks like that's all they've done. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it just feels a little uninspired in my opinion. I think they always McLaren always does a great job with their one-off liveries that I wish that they would use more frequently, right? Like their triple crown livery this past season at Monaco was beautiful with that light yeah. baby blue. Um yeah. excellent. 
um, and the shell. I think the shell sponsor was there too. That looked nice. Or am I think am I mixing up with Williams? Um, I think no. The triple crown livery was McLaren. <clears throat> the, there was there was a special one off livery that Williams did last season too. That was really nice. But um, mm. um, yeah. So McLaren was not the real bargain bin grab here. The real bargain bin grab is Alpine, and that's who we're gonna talk about. <laughs> oh yeah. How like like all right? Let, let me let me start with this. Why do you tease me and showing me <laughs> images of like pink camo <laughs> for weeks? Uh huh. And then you pull you pull the tarp over. <laughs> That's exactly yeah. it. <clears throat> it was like like I don't see a smidge of pink camo anywhere. Was the pink camo supposed to be like, oh you don't know what's underneath? We don't know what mm. it's gonna be because it's camouflage. Yeah, I have I have no idea. I, I don't I, I, I feel like maybe they were like still what? in process of figuring out what they were gonna do. And then awful like at the last minute they're just like uh no 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 camo you know maybe i mean did did people freak out at the pink camo were they like uh were they like upset like was this like a, the fans were just like you better not paint that car pink or else bleh, and then yeah. like they just didn't do it like i think it, like Al- alpines looked the best when they had a lot of pink or a lot of blue and yeah I think like, the best Alpine was the Alpine they raced in 2022. This is just that like, looks, yeah. What is this? Yeah, it's just it's 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 it, it, it looks like a black car that they only have the paint on that's relevant to the logos of the like sponsors. Yeah. Like it doesn't look like it doesn't it, you know you know what I mean? It's like it, it looks like it was just a black car and then they put like logo sponsors on it. There's just like hardly anything to there isn't really anything to latch on to. Like y- yeah. you sort of like yeah, there's the pink kind of, but like at the same time it's like i mean and apparently it looks like i mean looking to me and just looking at some of these photos it looked like there were like two different variations so there's like one picture that has the uh like uh, down the nose it's pink and then on the other picture down the nose it's blue yeah so like i think they're trying to do like a half and half yin yang kind of thing um and just it, this just it, this ain't it you know what i mean it, it, like it also it's hard to recognize as, as an alpine it just looks like a bwt yeah like as like the you know as a title sponsor yeah so yeah as a team right yeah so i'm looking at the the wheel covers and they're painted in camo right like you have blue camo on the front wheel covers and pink on the rear rear wheel covers so <laughs> okay but like i don't know i i you know i was just thinking here for a second this car feels to me like the identity of Alpine. They don't know what they're doing, and they don't know what they are. And that's I think that's clearly evident in the car here. I it just mm-hmm. what is it? Yeah, it's know. like they're trying to decide. They 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 don't know. And it's also it's... really hard to like really distinguish like the key features of the of their aero package, right? Like looking at their side pods, like it's kind of hard because I need to shine like a light directly because it's just black on black. Mm-hmm. I can't yeah. I can't discern anything from anything else. Yeah, yeah. No, and the, the black background and everything. Yeah, it's, it's yeah, it's really hard to tell. And as and like, honestly, <clears throat> if you're trying to be like, oh, our car is black because we're we're sinister in business. It's like, uh, well, yeah, Mercedes like, did it way better. Like, yeah, it's ago, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And it's like, it's not who does it better, but who does it best. It's like, no, it's who does it better. And Mercedes definitely did that better. Um, yeah, that, 
yeah i don't want to waste more breath on that that is no i'm, I'm so disappointed in that one uh yeah um it's it was it was a nothing i saw all the pink camo i'm like oh you're gonna paint the whole thing pink camo and mm-hmm. then nope no uh, what a letdown no, they're not gonna do that they're not gonna do that yeah so maybe to right. wash our wash our palette yes right? well, <laughs> i clean our palette um mm-hmm. some ginger after that right um let's talk about v carb <laughs> Visa okay. Cash App Racing Bulls. Visa <laughs> Cash App Racing Bulls. Um, yeah, uh, what can I say? Um, really, really solid livery. Mm-hmm. Um, honestly, obviously, people made the comparison back to the Toro Rossos uh, from the 20, yeah, 2018 season, 2017 season, um, which I think is a fair comparison because, yeah, yeah, it pretty much said, I thought those liveries were really cool back then, yeah. too. Um I think the thing that really does it for me about this one, especially if you look at the side profile, mm-hmm. um, it is very 90s. Yeah. In like the best way possible. Like you just have like angular stripe accented with red, like straight stripe down the back, like the big old Visa logo on the side. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, this is this is a really good looking car. Yeah. Um, and I think that the, the the blue has that sort of slightly metallicness to yes, it. Yes, yes. Which is just As character dope um yeah i'm and then uh, even the red bull logos like the red bull and the visa it's like silver mm-hmm. um yeah i'm i'm into it um this is this is a pretty spectacular looking yeah. car and then oh those those red rim like mm-hmm. ring, rings and mm-hmm. the red on the brake duck like you know things just ooh, yeah mm. i'm into it this is perfect i mean folks i'll just say it by far the best livery of this season like yeah. this is beautiful it is oh it, it is just hitting on everything i want this mm-hmm. this makes me feel like we're back in like the rainbow that was the 2018 season right where you have the, the mm. yellow renault and like the metallic looking torosos um this is visa cash app you guys you were ridiculed for your name but let me tell you what you bring into the game you bring in a nice livery and it's like mm. excellent i am so excited i'm so excited to see this on track and I gotta say, V Carb is, I'm, I'm really supporting this team this year. Oh yeah, with Danny and and Yuki, and like their team kits look nice. Like, oh, oh except you for know the what polo, else? the polo that they had Liam Lawson wearing in his in that picture, mm, that was not the red the red <laughs> horizontal line was not nice. But no, oh, in um, general, just it, nice. yeah. This also pulls a really nice trick too from the side profile. Um, you know it's very simple looking like you get honda you got visa you got a little bit of cash app and you got the hugo you know and then right down the nose the nose has that perfect like 90s like here's where we stack all the sponsors in this nice flat Mm. space yeah and they're all just perfectly balanced Mm. even laid out it is yeah it's a spectacular looking thing oh it's uh i'm gonna be really upset if the camera does not i'm hoping these guys are up at the top because i want to see this Mm. most of the time on the on the footage on the tv like you know know, i don't want to be staring at alpines yeah i'm you know what thinking about it the reason i really like ferrari's candy red right Mm. it 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 pops right there's that like you look at it and you're just like oh it's fun right like i want to i want to just like bite into like that cherry red apple right and then this gives me the same feeling as the ferrari but it's blue You know, it's a candy blue. I don't know what the yeah. like, it, it's just so fun to look at. It'll be easy to easy to distinguish on track. Unlike yes. last year where they they had that weird like muted matte colors. Like can we also say too, like can I can we get claps to uh um 
Racing Bulls Visha Cash App V card for putting gloss paint on a car. Yeah. Again, yeah, please claps claps for that. Because seriously, like I'm tired of this matte paint that just looks flat, non-reflective surface. These things are gonna look so spectacular yeah. around Singapore. These yeah. night oh. circuits with the lights. Oh yes. dude. It's gonna mm. be it's gonna give it's giving me everything. I'm mm-hmm. I'm yes, hundred percent. V carb. You're getting it, and we're gonna, you yeah. know, and, and you know what, you know what, because their because their logo is so good, V Carb, I'm gonna make it stick. It's gonna mm. stick. It's gonna yeah. be the V Carb. V Carb is a good name, honestly. That's like I know everyone. We were, hey, us included. We were ridiculing them. We we're like, what the heck mm-hmm. is this? But if if they perform like they have with delivery, oh, yeah, every all will yeah. be forgiven. All sins oh, yeah. will be forgiven. Yeah. All right. Um, well, next in line, uh, before we get down to uh, last year's sort of, uh, well, I guess the the two uh, two top top of the crop, I guess you could say, outside of Ferrari. Let's let's talk about Williams really quick. Mm. Um, only because I don't really think uh, I don't really think there's too much to say about Williams. Yeah. Um, I'm in the same. It doesn't boat. look bad. Um, but. And I think the reason why it doesn't look bad is that because it's not as bl- as much black as it is dark blue. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they still do the Duracell battery on the top, which I think is still always it's a, cute. It's it's a clever choice. It's mm-hmm. you know that's good. Um, it's got some good angles to it, but you know, and also having the darker colors, the darker shades of blue, kind of keep it looking a little more unison. It doesn't not not super busy, but you know, at the same time, it's like. It doesn't really feel like it's doing anything too bold. It's not pulling any, you know, any too bold of a choice. Like, it just looks like a more refined version of last year's card. Mm-hmm. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, it's it's a bit more mature than what we saw last year. I, I think the the blues are a bit more subdued, and I think that helps to have that differentiation with the the two tone blue. Um, but yeah, I'm with I you. Like I think wheel. it's a nice. Oh, yeah, yeah. good. I was just I was just gonna say I like the wheel covers better than last yes. year too. So. Yeah. Also, there's a nice stripe of red, strip of red that kind of traces from the front of the nose of the car all the way to the back, mm-hmm. or it kind of disappears in the in the center, but kind of reappears in the back. I like yeah. that. I think that's a really nice touch. Yeah, um, it's very simple. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, like I, it. yeah, it's clean. It's clean, but you know, I'd say mostly mostly middle of the road, but yeah, very clean. We'll see what it looks like on track, but you know, um. Well, uh, next, Idris, um, let's say, do you want to talk about the most, the more interesting one or the one that had really has not changed that we're just going to have to talk about other things about it? Well, all right, we're going to have a little Door of the Explorer um, interactive moment with, with you, the listener, right now. So, which one is the fun one that we're going to talk about between Mercedes and Red Bull? <laughs> You're right. It is Mercedes. <laughs> <laughs> Which which one's the same as it was last year? Uh huh. I think so too. <laughs> <laughs> Let's pull out the map. No. Um, backpack, backpack, <laughs> backpack, back. Yeah. Wow. So yeah. Um, zero side pods. Zero side pods. Zero dude. side pods. <laughs> okay. So it, it's actually really funny that we left Mercedes and Red Bull for the last two because, yeah. as you will all recall, <clears throat> Mercedes when they started off this new regulation era um they went with the zero side pod concept and they clung onto that thing for dear life to like nope we're staying on we're gonna make it work baby right but right weren't able to make it work and they have now gone towards a more open uh wider side pod concept right so it's kind of shying away from the blobfish that it was mm-hmm. as red bull seems to have adopted some elements of that into their new yep. 
car. So we're not really going to talk about like the car like itself, but that is something interesting to know if you do take a look at the Red Bull livery. Um, mm. Their ducks are a little, little different than what we saw last season, um, which is cool though. I'm from like a like a tech tech nerd standpoint. It's really cool because this shows that Mercedes was onto something, right? Mm-hmm. But in yeah. the Adrian Newey school of thought, get the chassis and the aerodynamics for that element down first, right? Yeah. Figure that out, show success, and then make mm-hmm. incremental improvements to where we can start incorporating other things that we think will give us significant gains, right? right. Um, I think I can understand his 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 thought process here just because I'm reading his book, right? Um, How to Build yeah. a Car, excellent book. Um, highly recommend reading it mm. it's on um, my it's on my list for audible yeah it's 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 a good one i'm i'm almost done so i will give a full review when, when i am done but um yeah just looking at the rebel the rebel's the same right i mean like, let's just come out and say it it is iconic at this point um and i think actually i don't know would you say it's iconic Gabe? i should ask that question Do i think i think it is I think it is because I think it's recognizable. If you see that car, you know exactly who was driving it. Um, like it, it's, it's like the Sebastian Vettel era Red Bull. So you see any of those Sebastian era Red Bulls, you see that livery and you're like, oh, yep, that's a Sebastian Vettel, Mark Webber, Red Bull. Um, and then with the matte finish kind of neutralized blue, um, you see that and you're like, yep, no, that's Max Verstappen era. Um so going back to the mercedes though really quick um i think honestly this is this is one of the best libraries i think they've done um Mm. particularly because i think they they've struck that balance of the best of both worlds Mm -hmm. um i think like literally and metaphorically they have returned to being a proper silver arrow in a sense that like the silver streak kind of down creates an arrow Mm -hmm. like shape you know and it's silver and then you have that black, which is just like, looks so good on this car. I think the proportions are balanced really well. You get little spots of red, the perfect imbalance of those blue, the little kind of Mercedes stars sort of spattering on the back. Like no surface on this car is put to waste. Mm-hmm. Like everything feels really nice and smooth and put together. And yeah. also um, it reminds me of the Mika Hakkinen era McLarens uh, with the black and the silver except they had the red you know um that was a really those are really really iconic looking cars and um i think mercedes has sort of kind of paid a little bit of tribute to that yeah and you know what's funny about this though looking at this car too and i I mean i'm just projecting and i hope i'm right i mean i feel like this could be a lewis hamilton eighth eighth season like eighth you know world championship winning car you think so Um, i mean because they put performance in the name (laughs) hell yeah that's all you needed (laughs) Um, no, it's so just, funny. I mean, I mean, honestly, though, just looking at it, it's just like it, it just feels like it's just got little, it's got, it's got a little hint of everything that yeah. Hamilton was and is mm. with the Mercedes team, you know, yeah. the spattering of silver, mm-hmm. the black, uh, just the really, really intense looking thing. And, and hopefully they've gotten on top of their aerodynamics because I tell you, if this thing is, if this thing is fast, if it's Dude. even close to being a Red Bull yeah i the, mean and the, and the, uh, Ham- i mean like imagine the story about that too, too though mm-hmm. hamilton leaves mercedes gives them like one more championship and gets mm-hmm. his eighth championship and then just goes to ferrari on a high mm-hmm. and it's just like okay guys what can we do yeah. you know what i mean yeah like that would be spectacular yeah. um 
I love it. We'll know when season preseason testing comes around and mm-hmm. that first race. But yeah, man, I mean, I can feeling as optimistic as I can, you know, yeah. because like this looks more like a traditional car of the zero side pods. Obviously, just was not working for a Mercedes. They just could mm-hmm. not get to click. Mm-hmm. But also they did that thing that Hamilton was complaining about. They moved the driver position back again. Mm-hmm. So it shouldn't feel like he's on his toes as much. So hopefully he'll have more confidence in the car and, you know, we'll see what happens. But yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm with you. I think um, at first I was I I saw it and I didn't have an emotion at first. Hmm. And I think it's because the renders because I was looking at all this on Instagram and, and uh, sorry on Instagram on my phone. But right. looking down and actually seeing it like on a nice display. Yeah, it is really nice. Um, I yeah. think what helps is also seeing when you take a look at the pictures from the press conference with the Mercedes the drivers mm-hmm. and team personnel. Um, yeah. You can see, like, because you can see, like, the light is actually, like, reflecting off the faces of the people there. So this is, like, nice natural lighting um, or better lighting, right? And then you can see the car in all its glory right there. It's a much yeah. better way to see the car and its livery and its details. And it's really, really nice looking. And I, yeah. I feel you. I do like that it is now a true silver arrow, right? The name makes sense. Um, but, yeah, I, I'm with you. This could be – I love what – delivery does for the the story of mercedes right for for where where the team is going into this season and yeah i'm with you that would be a great great way to button up a relationship that yeah that has just been so monumental in the sport and and influential um going back to the red bull real quick i wanted Mm. to say that um because we i asked if it was iconic i it is iconic i'm with you it's definitely iconic but what's funny is that Red Bull definitely has two iconic liveries, right? There's this one, and then you have like the Sebastian Vettel era with like the the more purple hued blue, mm, right? And, yeah, purple metallic. Yeah. Yeah, I, I wonder, I wonder how, what people's thoughts on that are and how they stack up, right? If people find this to be the more attractive one or the other, the purple one to be the more. Attractive. You know, yeah. Well, I guess it's the. I guess it depends on the era you entered. Um, I would be willing sure. to say. I mean, <clears throat> for me, I love the Vettel era stuff better just because I just yeah, I just think it looks better. Um, I like the metallic paint a lot better. Um, but honestly, honestly, the best that these that this era of Red Bull has ever looked is when they did the practice session or the testing session. They ran it in white. Mm-hmm. Oh, um, oh, or the special dude, liveries they do in in Suzuka. Oh, yeah, like the white the white Red Bull livery looks so spectacular. Um, and I think they should have just done that. I think they get forego the blue and just go with white or maybe do white and then have blue around the edges of the like red bull, like, you know, in between the yellow and the white around the, the actual mm-hmm. red bull itself. Um, you know, or maybe put a blue stripe down it or something. I just, I think they, I, I, they're overdue for, they're overdue for a rebrand a little bit, a refresher. Yeah. I think so. Um, because this is, uh, to me, this is just getting really stale. It's just yeah. looking really stale to me. It just, like, it's just, you know, mix it up. Like, even in the Vettel era, they switched it up a little bit a few times. Every, yeah, yeah. And I'm pulling up the four, like, 2010 through 2013. I think yeah. 2013 was, like, peak. Like, 2013 yeah. just looks so nice for that car. But I, I'm with you. I think they're due for a little bit of a refresh. Um, just that purple is so nice. It's interesting, yeah. you know? Yeah. Um, it was cool at first. Like, it's, yeah. when they first put it out, it's like, oh, that's kind of interesting. It's all matte. Like, that looks pretty cool. Mm. But now, at this point, it's just like we've had it for so long. Yeah. And it just feels, it, like, unless you're a Red Bull fan, yeah. it feels really uninspiring. It feels kind of just... And yeah. honestly, 
And honestly, like even the Red Bull logo itself on the on the air duct, like what? Mm-hmm. Why isn't that bigger? Like it looks like if you look at a side profile, like it just looks yeah. so small and shriveled up, and like <laughs> you know, I don't. Uh, it's and, more like yeah, <laughs> red calf. Um, I think what they should do, in my opinion, is like take the approach that Toro Rosso did. I think it was 2017. Yeah. Of utilizing like the actual Red Bull cans as the inspiration mm-hmm. delivery. I think I think I, I remember seeing that and thinking like that looks way better than the actual main Red Bull team livery. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. I, it's in the name. Just use the yeah. cans. Like <laughs> Yeah, if they did like a silver with like a slightly transparent yeah. blue like hues on there with the yellow and the red, like that would look it's, phenomenal. Especially the new like, <clears throat> the new cans they have, right? Like the whole like They'll have like the blue edition or the orange edition, uh, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. I think that looks really, really cool, and you can you can have some fun with it throughout the season. But yeah, I mean, I think like it's, it sort of goes back to our logo sort of thing. I, I think that they're going more for brand recognition than they are anything else. But yeah. I don't think that I don't think that that blue is what like I don't think that's the thing that recognizes the Red Bull brand. I think it's the red bull. It's the red and the yellow and the blue for sure. Like the, 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 the main primary colors. But, um, <clears throat> I think honestly, it's like your brand would still be maintained if you would choose a slightly different blue mm-hmm. or just forego, even if they forego the blue altogether and it was just white with the red and yellow and the, it's the red bull, like actual bull, like mm-hmm. that's instantly recognizable. I know exactly what that car is, right. and there's no other white car on the on the grid right now. You know what I mean? Everything else is black. Like mm-hmm. you know, you might as well just go go nuts with it. You know? So, I, I, yeah, I, it's just it's stale. It's not bad. It's just stale. It's it's mm-hmm. too it's too predictable. You know? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, well, I think that brings us to you know that time of the episode where we kind of walk through our our rankings, our personal rankings. So, do you want to go first? Sure, sure, sure. So, uh, number one for me, uh, V-Carb. Um, it's just, it's very 90s. It's very perfect. It's that metallic, just really wonderful. Uh, number two, I put Mercedes, be- specifically because I just love the shape they created with the Silver Arrow. I love the, uh, I love that it sort of has this good, like you were saying, like kind of a story of like the history of the team or just sort of like where they you know, kind of where they bend, where they are. I think the silver is just a little bit more of a, a little bit of a tribute to Lewis because from the straight on view of the car, seeing the silver and then up to Lewis's helmet is, you know, pretty iconic. Mm-hmm. Um, number three for me is Sauber kick. Uh, I just, I love the whole, I love the bold move of the green. I love mm-hmm. that they're going for the cyberpunky kind of vibe with it. The MS DOS sort of thing. Um, and, um, <laughs> I'm into it, um, and I think uh, I like I like a bold decision, and I like that they just went completely the opposite direction of Alfa Romeo, um, and uh, and I'm here for it. Uh, for Aston, perfect, no notes. Mm-hmm. It's just it's just it's it's <laughs> just excellent. Um, it's a solid it's a, it's solid four on there only because it hasn't really changed much, mm-hmm. but it's still it's still great. Um, number five is Williams, pretty much just in, right in the middle. You know what I mean? It's like it, it's fine it's it looks good it's a good refinement of the old car but if they didn't really do anything that's really not gonna be back it's just you know just a good solid livery same with the ferrari which is number six for me um only thing that brings and really that brings it down for me is just that immediate mcdonald's association in my head um you know we'll see how it goes along i'm curious to see how those red wheels look i don't know if it's gonna look 
okay or if it's not, but there's some stuff, but you know, like again, once I said, like, again, like bold choices, like I'm, I'm in for, I'm in for them trying something fun. Um, number seven, I put the McLaren, uh, only because like, I think that they made a refinement to the McLaren from last year. That was a big improvement, Mm -hmm. but it's still like, it needs more papaya and it needs less sponsors. Um, and it would be better. But um, I still think it looks slightly better than it did last year. Um, eight is Red Bull just by default because it's yeah. just they're stale. They're not really <laughs> doing anything that feels interesting to me. It's not, yeah. I'm not excited about it in any way. Um, and then, yeah, uh, bringing up the the rear, um, we have Haas. And the reason why I put Haas uh, at number nine and not number 10 is because I think that the Haas logo looks nicer I think the flow of the white stripe looks good, but it really just looks like generic bad guy race car. Um, <laughs> it's just, it, yeah, it's just, um, it's not, it's very, very uninspiring in that kind of way to where it just looks very generic. Uh, and then, yeah, the Alpine is just atrocious. It's just <clears throat> barely any paint. I, I, I like, I don't even know if I'm going to be easily be able to recognize it on the road because there's so lack, there's so little of anything going mm-hmm. on with it that it just looks like it might just fold into the fray. Um, yeah. Yeah. So, so that was that. That's my list. That's that's okay. pretty, pretty much where I am. It looks like you've got quite a few different choices. So I'm curious to yeah. see why you ranked yours the way you ranked yours. Yeah. Okay. So easily, V Carb is my number one. I mean, that is just beautiful. Like, Chef's kiss. Um, mm-hmm. my compliments to the chef. Like, there's like no no notes, no notes. Mm-hmm. Um, Ferrari. I just that candy apple red just makes me so happy. I look at that and I just feel like, oh, I cannot wait to see that thing go fast on the track. Mm-hmm. And if it looks like that when Lewis is driving next year too, hell yeah, I'm here for it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, I have the Mercedes performance as the next one because I think just kind of it actually moved up in my ranking as we were talking about it, just because it they're doing some really cool stuff um with like the different eras they're recognizing here, right? With with, with their levels of levels of success over the last like 10, 10 plus years. And yeah, I think it looks really, really nice when you actually mm-hmm. see it see people next to it because you can kind of see that color contrast right. um followed up by Aston <clears throat> martin this one moved up a bit as we talked about it too um just because it's a really elegant mature green and it's simple right it's simple it's clean Matata hikaru if you know you know <laughs> um and it i think it just does a really good job of hitting that that like simple but very very impressive look right mm. um after that i have williams similar type of reasoning that i gave just for aston martin what i really like about the williams is that nice little swoosh of red that you have at the nose it disappears in the middle but the but it it, that continuity just picks back up towards the rear Mm. of the car it's a nice two-tone blue with some black in there but respect and i like the duracell cover uh kicks albert that was higher on my list but i actually brought it down just because the art style i think is not exactly matching throughout the car design, right? In the front mm. half of the car, in the back half, it's like they were just kind of, boom, two people working on it, and they're just like, oh, let's, okay, let's just make it work this way, you know? And so that yeah. kind of threw me off, but I love the neon green. I want to see kind of a rework of where the green is located in the car. That'd make a big mm. difference for me. Yeah. After Kicksalber, we have Red Bull, um, just because they just don't ever change it. It's not that it's bad. I just want to see something a little different. Mm. We've seen this for almost 10 years now right and it will be nice if they change it up ferrari has found a way to change it up right mm-hmm. let's do yeah. the same thing red bull that's all 
no, just something different. Not that it's bad. Yeah. It's just okay. Um, number eight, we have McLaren, just because again, it feels like they don't know what they want to do with it. Um, mm. and it's definitely a platform on which they will build throughout the year because that's just what they do. But yeah. as it is now, I don't like it. I think I it, it's just I don't know. The I feel like the art style isn't speaking to me. Mm-hmm. Um, the papaya is nice, but I feel like just commit, just commit yeah. to it, you know. Yeah, and do yeah. a better job yeah. with sponsor logo placement. Number yeah, nine, Haas. I'm with you. Generic looking car. It's just I remember I saw it when I when I loaded up Instagram and I was like, okay, like All right. that's kind of what yeah. I expect. Yeah, it yeah. just doesn't feel inspired, right? Like, what's wrong with Haas? Like, I mean, it's if we're really selling this whole made in the USA thing. Mm-hmm. Make it look like an American car. You know what I mean? Like there's yeah. so many influential American cars, right? And like the way they're designed, right? Whether it's the colors, whatever it is, you can throw that onto the car, right? Like maybe some red, white, and blue in there that actually makes sense, you know? Mm-hmm. Just this like, I, I don't know. I just feel like red, white, and black is such an overdone thing. It's, it's it is. Very generic, it is. Right? Yeah. And it, 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 it's probably just informed of, well, the Haas logo and the MoneyGram logo being, yeah. you know, being red. And that's and, fine, but... You know, yeah, it's like you know, but part part of me wonders, like you know, I wonder if for Formula One has something in its contract that no car can be painted red except for Ferrari. You know what? I would would it be surprising though to find that out? No, not I know I would be surprised. It, no, I'm I'm positive that Ferrari would have some kind of like if it's not written down somewhere, there's at least like a handshake agreement that like we can yeah. be the only red car on the grid, right? Yeah. Um, and yeah, last but not least, well. Last but least, Alpine. Because <laughs> <laughs> that team, Alpine, much like their car, livery, I I don't think they know what they want to be. And No. Like, no. especially, I think what gets me about Alpine, this is just a side sidebar. What gets me about Alpine is that they feel like a team that, yeah, they, they want to be Ferrari of France, right? They want, they, they're like this national, national institution mm. in France. But like, do they are they if they really wanted to be you know? the ferrari of france they would paint their car ferrari french bugatti blue and stick to it every single year yeah you know what i mean if you want to be the the ferrari of whatever particular country you race in your your car's country's colors and yeah. then that and then you just stick to it um and honestly i mean I, I, imagine if that car was like bugatti blue and had mm-hmm. just black wheels and black wings and just had the bwt logo on it with a little bit of splurge of pink here and there yeah i mean it would look it would look great like i mean you know what i mean but like they're just they're you know yeah it's void it's void of color it's like void like it has little spurts here and there but it you know it reminds me of it reminds me of a black canvas that somebody just like flicked paint off yeah yeah Yeah, that's what it looks like to me so i'm not i'm not into it i'm not into it v carb all the way please yeah absolutely all day every day <laughs> all right everybody well that was our fashion review uh for the libraries from this year um we're really curious what you guys think um so please like let us know in the comments on our post for the episode uh send us a message send us an email um you can do all of that um any, anywhere you get your podcasts that's where we're at um, we're on Instagram, we're on TikTok, we're on YouTube, we're on Twitter and Threads. Um, you can send us an email, F1 or F off podcast at gmail.com. 
you know, subjects, uh, <laughs> Dave is a bastard and his ideas are wrong. Um, you know, whatever you want to just, you know, send it like, you know, my ideas for libraries, you know, VCARB sucks, whatever you want to put on there, just, send, you know, let us know, send it to us. Um, we really appreciate you listening to, uh, this episode. Uh, we are F1 or F off. Um, Fufo. and, uh, please leave us a five-star review wherever you want to listen to you, whatever you get your podcast, wherever you listen to them, tell your friends, tell your family, uh, tell all of your, uh, fashion designers, all the people that, uh, you know, help you with your fashion choices in life. Um, and tell us, uh, tell them to listen to us and look, look up the cars and give us their opinion on what they think. And yeah. Yeah. I think I just about covered it. Yeah. Boom. Boom. Fashion. Right. <laughs> Thanks, y'all. Peace. Peace out.